हेलो एंड वेलकम टू द बाइक वाले पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट अनुज एंड दिस इज द ट्वेंटी एपिसोड ऑफ आर शो दिस इज एक्चुअली अ कंटिन्यूएशन टू द प्रीवियस एपिसोड वेर वी टॉक्ट अबाउट डिफरेंट मोटरसाइकिलिंग मिथ्स एंड वी बस्टेड दम एंड एंड दिस इज द सेकेंड पार्ट ऑफ दैट एपिसोड बिकॉज इन द प्रीवियस डिस्कशन देर वॉज सम देर वॉज सम इशू विथ आर रिकॉर्डिंग इक्विपमेंट इन द लास्ट वीक so that's why we couldn't record the full episode all the myths we couldn't discuss them that's why we are back with some more myths for you which uh, so these are actually certain preconceived notions which people have or motorcycle or two wheeler riders have which aren't actually true and we can't really blame them because they are taught in a certain way and they are made to believe those uh, concepts but um many of us fail to you know verify them uh, we fail to check if they are actually true scientifically uh, in terms of physics are do those concepts really apply to the real world and uh, some of them we are going to discuss here neil should i start yeah so the first myth that a lot of people have and even i used to have uh, till about the age of 18 or 19 when i actually started riding motorcycles is that you should never use front brake or it is uh, very unsafe to use front brake as compared to using the rear brake so this is not entirely true in some cases it could be true depending on the riding conditions depending on what kind of traction um, uh, you have on the surface you are riding on because um, let's suppose you are riding on a very uh, gravel filled surface or uh, there is a lot of water or the road is wet in that case if you uh, grab on to the front brakes really hard your front wheel will lock and um, that lowers down the control you have on the steering but at the same time if you know how to use the front brake properly it really lessens the braking distance as compared to if you are uh, applying the rear brake only because when you apply the rear brake only rear brake that's when your um, and if you go really hard on it your rear wheel tends to lock up and you go on sliding and you don't actually stop in time but if you apply your front brake your front suspension compresses and there is a lot of weight on your front brake which increases the traction and it helps in uh, stopping quicker as compared to applying rear brake but the best way to actually brake a motorcycle or a scooter is to apply both brakes and in a gradual manner because uh, locking up of wheels happen when you uh, go overboard or if you uh, brake really hard um if it's a proper dry tarmac then it you'll be fine but if uh, the traction is low obviously um either you won't stop in time if you are applying the rear brake or you will uh, fall by locking up your front brake so, so that I, was uh, i remember yeah. uh, someone telling me um that you should use your brakes you know in a 60 40 ratio hmm. you know like 60% of your front and you know 40% of your rear correct and apply them gradually so that you know you have you you stop confidently you know you're not twitching around on the bike and uh, even in emergency situations you are more composed you know you're you're confident that you will break rather than you know you crash into something or similar right right and i would we would also recommend to young riders that you should uh, if you get certain empty spaces where you can go and practice breaking there you should uh, go and try to Uh, get used to the feeling when your rear wheel actually locks up when you go go on sliding because at times it's really helpful you don't panic if it happens in the real world so we 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 have uh, been in that situation a lot and now it has come to a point where we are not scared at all when we 
lock up our rear brake what do you say neil don't you agree with that yeah that's that's true yeah i think that's where you know uh, experience comes in but the myth uh, that is you know it's it's very commonly it's commonly thought about is that the more experience you have is you know the more skills you have which is not entirely true mm. because just because you're riding your motorcycle or your scooter every day to work you're commuting to work that does not give you you know like actual riding skills because yes you would be the best commuter but you know get the bike on the highway or probably to a race track or an off road section and you would just lose your you lose your pennies i mean you would not know what to do so experience doesn't necessarily mean skills and for that we'd recommend you know uh, taking your bike to different kinds of um, environments and uh, that will also help you hone your skills you'll know your motorcycle better and uh, then you can say that you know i've got experience with motorcycles that's where it really applies yeah and actually a lot of young riders have good adaptability they adapt to situations much better and quicker than uh, you know age old riders every time we go to race track for track days we have seen a lot of young riders um they they grasp and learn things much quicker than uh, a lot of old riders so it's not necessary that number of years of experience equal to how much skills you will have because you should know how to deal with different conditions like if you if you ride on your uh, regular route every single day like neil said uh, commute to your office you know that route you know how much traffic will be there in a certain section where is the pothole where is the speed breaker so you have gotten used to it but try going to uh, say a switchback a, a mountain road where there are a lot of tight corners and that's when you realize that maybe your cornering skills aren't that great uh, maybe you can't lean the bike much or you can't um, you know deal with inclination or uh, stuff like that so and now moving on to a to the third myth a lot of people tend to believe that shorter riders can't or shouldn't ride motorcycles which is absolutely wrong because um, in our motorcycling career we have seen so many people which who are not really tall but they are much better riders than even the taller people and uh, it it all comes down to how you uh, technically handle the motorcycle uh, because there are some people who can flat foot properly on a bike but still they don't have uh, as good a control as compared to a person who can only tiptoe uh, but even shorter riders who apply who learn certain techniques and apply them in the real world you know because most of the time your legs will be on the foot pegs it's only uh, in traffic situations or only uh, when you are stopping i mean in at rare occasions is when you have to really keep your feet on the ground otherwise most of the time it comes down to you know basic things how you uh, control the throttle how you brake how you balance how you lean and stuff like that so and uh, it will be surprising i don't know if uh, you listeners have uh, seen such videos uh, where even kids ride big bikes and when they need to stop they just jump off the bike and uh, you know they are completely off the bike and they just hold on to the bike and when they want to ride it they jump jump back on the seat you know neil have you have you watched such videos aren't they surprising yeah yeah so and uh, you know that technique is also used for uh, even if you are not like you know short hmm. uh, in height hmm. you use that jump 
jump on and jump off technique for adventure bikes Correct. and kind of helps um a lot you know it's much more smoother so you don't have you're not struggling to get on the bikes because mm. you know adventure bikes are quite tall mm. compared to other bikes and uh, even i am not on the taller side of things i am 57 and uh, i don't really have an issue you know riding bigger bikes you know i think uh, personally i think it comes down to your experience with motorcycling and uh, how many bikes you have basically ridden if you have ridden you know like bikes with uh, smaller seat height shorter seat height you would not be uh, adapted to you know bike with a taller seat height so i mean it doesn't actually uh, make sense you know this myth that shorter riders can't ride and and listeners i want to tell you that neil being uh, the modest uh, self he won't really tell you how good a rider he is but um, you should really go and check out his instagram handle which is revgod look at his pictures he is not the tallest in our team but he is actually one of the great riders in our team so just go and check it out and you will know that height really doesn't matter to you know ride motorcycles in a good way and um, and the next thing which uh, a lot of people tend to believe globally is loud pipes save lives i've seen uh, this sticker on a majority of not only motorcycles but cars as well yeah so um yeah i do think it actually saves lives i mean so to be honest according to me it's actually more of a distraction than a savior because um people who have loud pipes most of them tend to you know rev or accelerate for no reason <laughs> i mean even if if they are uh, riding slow they will just keep on revving so that people just get out of their way which actually distracts people riders the fellow motorcyclists tend to you know turn around and notice them even the car guys get uh, distracted even uh, it scares the pedestrians also which is not at all safe but if we talk uh, in a technical sense also um uh, i mean so obviously uh, the nose of the exhaust is directed towards the rear of the bike so when a bike is approaching a certain uh, group of people it's not necessary that they will notice that the bike is approaching it's only when the bike has already gotten past them that they will know oh that was a loud bike which has just went by so yeah. it's it's it just doesn't make sense in in a few cases it might have saved um uh, certain things from happening but in most of the scenarios loud pipes are actually a big chaos to the whole society i especially don't like those uh, you know loud bullet pipes which are so yeah, that's, in that's, line in line i don't think the kerala police likes them either <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if you listeners know this there was uh, there was an incident uh, a few years or months back when cops in uh, south india they were taking off loud pipes of the bikes and they were crushing them with road rollers i mean that was soul crushing also for us but that was for the good of the society but yeah that's the that's the sad part i mean uh, loud pipes don't really save lives and uh, you should actually not be having exhaust which has uh, you know db level over the permissible limit so yeah that's that's about uh, because, loud pipes because i mean uh, the reason anuj said that is because uh, these aftermarket exhausts you know the the legit aftermarket exhausts they are built for the race track 
yeah they're built to be used on the race track and race tracks don't have any uh, decibel uh, uh, levels or anything like that right so and obviously yes they are for you know adding performance and stuff like that on the street these pipes are not really legal most of them aren't legal and uh, you're basically breaking the law that's a different story but even if you are using you know an aftermarket exhaust on your motorcycle we'd recommend you use ear plugs because if you are constantly on a motorcycle with you know a, a loud exhaust there would there would be a time where you'd be hearing less from your right ear because mostly exhaust on the right right mm. but regardless we we still recommend you to use ear plugs whenever you use your motorcycle you know with a louder exhaust it will help you big time and it will be a worst case if your bike has uh, exhaust on both the sides which are loud as neil said only on the right but if they are on the both side it's it's much worse than that mm. like the kawasaki z1000 oh, yeah. oh but that that's a different topic that's a damn good bike so moving on to the last point of uh, this episode a lot of people argue on this point and uh, they believe that uh, non abs bikes stop faster than those equipped with abs i mean uh, this thing depends what's what are your riding conditions what are what's the surface on which you are braking i mean if if you are braking on a completely dry surface then abs or non abs bike your bike will is going to stop but abs is there to help you be safe on low traction surfaces when the road is wet or when there is gravel so suppose you are braking on a wet surface and you go hard on your front brake then your front wheel will lock as we discussed in the first point and then you don't have uh, enough control on the steering and that's where abs comes into the picture that it stops your front wheel from locking although uh, this is also true that it increases the stopping distance by a small margin but it gives you more sense of control on the steering and that's the main purpose of abs so uh, do not think a lot of purist think that oh i don't need abs why would i need abs i have my skills i know how to ride a bike but that's not true i mean it has happened with me in a certain scenarios where i i mean i was going in traffic and there was a rickshaw guy who suddenly stopped in front of me and uh, in that moment if my bike wouldn't have had abs i wouldn't have stopped in time i would have just rammed into the uh, auto because it was raining so that's where abs comes uh, acts as a big savior right me ha- yeah. has it have ever happened with you that abs had saved you big time uh thankfully i haven't had such an experience up till now mm-hmm. but i've have ha- heard you know my friends my colleagues also uh, telling about or talking about actually how abs has helped them you know and that's actually the thing is you know the motorcycle industry or you know like the community actually has not really adapted to uh technology that's true it has only happened in recent years you know where abs was forced to be uh, used right okay, okay. all the manufacturers were forced to use abs basically mm-hmm. and i say forced because even after it was man- mandated they still use single channel abs which uh in my opinion is not that great of a you doesn't actually serve its purpose right you right. you still have you still have the chance of locking your rear wheel and right. like as we discussed earlier locking your rear wheel is the scary part correct right not your front wheel so i mean 
it's a trade off but you know at the end of the day i would still prefer uh, abs equipped motorcycle it's much more safer you have that kind of control when where you're going to stop in a straight line you're not going to like slide mm. into the your crash zone or whatever that is so yeah yeah i completely agree i mean we we discussed in the first point itself that a lot of people tend to use rear brake because they think that's the safest way to brake and not having um, abs on the rear brake doesn't make sense if you're not actually using the front brake hmm. i mean we can't go and tell everyone that you should be using front brake so i mean that is unless you share our podcast then everyone knows. yeah please please do that and uh, that will only make riders across india or across the globe safer and uh, that was it for this week if you think there are many more myths you have been hearing around people talking about or you have certain concepts uh, in your mind which you think aren't actually true and they need to be verified by someone please write into us and uh, we would be glad to do a even a third episode third part of this uh, episode share all the you know technicalities around it with you and uh, even for this podcast if you have any feedback write into us at podcast@bikewale.com and uh, follow us on instagram twitter and facebook we have a lot of interesting content there uh, even on uh, youtube we have our official bikewale channel where we have uh, reviews of two wheelers and uh, other interesting content so see you next week